As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on. Let's go. We know. Here go. With the. the. Come on. It's the. It's the. Come on. Like. Da, 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 da. Hey, hey, hey. Six and three. Come on. Let's go. What's up? Let's get it. We live. Come on. Come on, y'all. It's the 100 Podcast. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey, I'm excited to be back, man. Thank you guys so much for joining us once again. Episode 63. Hey, man, we are so excited, man. We've been doing this for 62 episodes. This is our 63rd. Thank you guys so much for coming and checking out the page, man. Hey, if you guys are on Facebook, YouTube, watching us live or on Twitch, Make sure you type and show us some love in the comments because other than that, we can't really see you. You feel me? I see we got some people watching. So thank you guys so much for checking us out. This is mainly a YouTube show. So we want you guys to uh, uh, peep us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Adam Welton Comedy. Check it out live so you can type in and chime in and, you know, see what you got to say. You feel me? Episode 63, y'all, man, we got a lot we're going to be talking about today. I'm excited for my guests. We got my homie Dave and, of course, the OG homie E, been on the show multiple times. We doing mad comedy right now, talking about what's going on in the news. Uh, Caitlin uh, running for governor, apparently. Uh, you know, we got uh, Shook G just passed away. So we got a lot we're going to be talking about today, man. So I'm thankful that y'all are coming through. Shout out to all of my people watching all over the globe. Hey, this is a show that you can download the audio as well. If you guys haven't checked this out, you can click the link in my description. Go to Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can search us, 100 Podcasts, 100 Podcast or 100. Spell it the getaway. The number one, H-U-N-N-I-D. We keeping it 100, y'all. So uh, I see we got some people watching. Show us some love in the comments so uh, we can say what's up. Uh, so, hey, just so you guys know, this show 
is not free. So shout out to all my people who help keep this show going. Uh, this show cost me about, you know, about $100 a month. And guess what, y'all? We got some new patrons. I want to give a shout out to them, man, because, hey, look at this, y'all. We used to have only two, but guess what? We got three more and they threw some money on. So we about $45 a month just to keep it 100. $10 of that is mine. I told my wife to sign up. I'm like, hey, look, I need one more. I need my wife to throw, you know, so she put it on, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, you know what I, what I really found out is when you ask people, you know, personally, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't be surprised if you get a message from me like, hey, nigga, I need $5. Where your $5 at for the podcast? You feel me? Got to pay these bills. You know, EDD ain't hit me back. Uh, but yeah, man, hey, like I said, if you become a patron, guess what, man? I'm going to throw you a quick t-shirt, throw you a hoodie. Come on. We got the new t-shirts. I'm not the one. Man, check these out, y'all. Check these out. You want to let somebody know you are not the one? I'll see you over there, E. <laughs> we got the 100 Podcast t-shirt. And we got the DJ Matt Hatter t-shirts and hoodies, y'all, for the females, for the ladies. I think I got some for the kids, too. Got to double check. So make sure y'all click the link in my description. Peep the t-shirt. Get it shipped. And uh, I, my boy, he's a $5 patron. He's like, no, nah, man, I don't want you. No, I said, no, nah, man, I'm going to throw you a t-shirt. So I just sent him a t-shirt, you know, for supporting the podcast, man. So, hey. Lo and behold, you know, without further ado, I'm excited to bring these fellas up in here. My man, Dave, my homie E, fellow comedians, writers, uh, hilarious brothers. I'm excited. Episode 63. Good to see you, brother Dave. How you feeling today? I'm good. It is early, even though it's 10 a.m. <laughs> Just a little bit of coffee, a little bit of sativa. You're going to be right there with us. Oh, I'll be back, right back asleep with either of those. That water. <laughs> You said water? That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. See, I thought when you get old, though, like waking up early is easy. It's normal. Like you wake up at 4 a.m. because you go to bed early. But, you know, obviously you're doing comedy. You used to staying up late. So it's kind of like you're in this weird spot to where, you know, it's like your body is probably, you know what I'm saying? I made the mistake and went to bed at like 8.30, woke up at 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, ooh. And everybody's asleep in the house. And I'm like, oh, peace Ooh. and quiet. That's the first thing I, I noticed. But they're in the good rooms, so I was just stuck in the bedroom. Like, <laughs> got to throw a TV in your bedroom, fam. You got to throw the TV <laughs> in there. Big. It looks oh, like it's okay. big now, but it's like our place is like this big. Got it. That's so, the, yeah, that's I the illusion. <laughs> I threw a, I threw an elbow at the wall and I hit my wife in the neck. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I feel sleeping for real next to the wifey, man. Like we gotta. I, for real, I think I need to set a clear like line down the middle because a knee, the elbow, you know, it's just a little bit too much for me, man. I need a king yeah. size. This queen, this queen ain't popping, bro. That's hilarious. See, y'all, y'all married. I'm single, so I just leave out the bedroom and go crash on the couch. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I'd be on the couch, uh, leg hanging off the side, arm hanging off the side. You said I'll be sleeping on the couch. <laughs> you don't think we would do that if we could? Hey, man, I used to sleep on the couch. My my wife used to get pissed off. Hey, like she was like sleeping my uncle, on the couch. Like my, my uncle told me back in the day, we yeah. all make our choices as men. Yeah. Amen. It's good for you though, because if if, if my wife <laughs> let me sleep on the couch, it would be like I'd be sleeping in the chair. So you, you know, that's when they walk in the room, like, why are you sleeping in the chair? Come in the room. I'm fine on the chair. Oh, man. Now, now when I was in a relationship, yeah, when I was in a relationship, I would get that. I'd be on the couch and, you know, the young lady come in. She'd be like, wake up. I'm like, hey, what's going on? What's happening? She's like, oh, I was just waking you up so you could come in the room and go to sleep. It's like, 
I was already you awake. <laughs> now I'm up, my arms sleep, and you over here snoring like a motherfucker, like you shovel coal for a living, and you don't do shit. The fuck? Man, I got to that point, so I told my wife, if I'm asleep, don't wake me up to do nothing freaky. I don't care what the hell it is. I don't want to try to fall back asleep again. Don't try <laughs> to do no freaky shit, because after we do the freaky shit, I'm all, like, wired and ready to go. And it take me a whole another two hours to fall asleep. So the next day, I'm just tired. I'm like, bitch, I couldn't fall back asleep, so. Yeah, and I'm a certain age. If you, if you want that to happen, you better get a young version of me, because uh, this version is like, look, I got shit to do tomorrow. I, I can't be... I need to That's sleep hilarious. now. Yeah, we, if it's if it's ten o'clock, I'm I'm dead, bro. So you know, I say nine thirty. I see. So she be like, "You, you want to have sex?" I'd be like, "Look, tomorrow, uh, between nine and nine thirty, I'm available." But after that, <laughs> I'm a zombie bitch. Can we talking. do it on it Zoom? Hilarious. Can we do it on Zoom? <laughs> right? Can we do some Zoom? Right? I'm in this room. You in that room? We're. I've been married twelve and a half years, man. I'm like, Zoom Ooh. is probably the best you're gonna get Ooh. at this point. Hey, yeah, hey congratulations, brother. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying no, it sincerely. No, cause, yo, no, because I'm I'm single with no kids, man. Like the longest relationship I've ever been in literally was five years. That's what my ex that I've been out here in. So it was five years. That's the longest relationship I've ever been in. So my hat goes off to all of my friends and people I meet that are married, man. Cause you know, I, I'm I'm grinding it, you know, I'm making a couple bucks, I'm writing jokes or whatever, but I don't have that aspect in my life. But that's okay. That's perfectly okay. And you're a unicorn too? You got like no kids? <laughs> Man. Like, here's a prime example. I'm going with my friends at the end of at the end of June. We're meeting up in Miami, like six or seven of us. Out of seven of us, I'm the only one that's not married, no kids. The rest of the guys, kids are in college or they're grandparents. And oh, they're wow. like, oh man, I'm looking to go to Miami. I'm like, I've been there so many times. I'm like, great. Now I got to go kick it with the guys that's now trying to kick it. It's like it's like going out. Like my wife wouldn't let me hang out with young dudes for a long time. I had to hang out with old guys. And all they want to do is go to the strip club. And they be in there just staring at ladies like, look at that. Look at that leg over there. Like, you can't do nothing with that. Well, I could do something with that. I, you can't do nothing with that. Talking about what they... Talking about what they what they would have done back in the day. Oh, back in the day, I'd have towed that up. Yeah, it's like I'm like that's like having a Lamborghini, man, or a unicorn. You can you can wash a Lamborghini, but you ain't gonna drive it over 65. And if you don't drive it over 65, it ain't worth exactly. that. And nobody rides exactly. a unicorn. Nobody rides exactly. Hey, man, it's it's one of those it's it's one of those outside looking in and inside looking out type things. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all your yard yeah, is great. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, hey, man, I'm blessed. I have no complaints, man. My goal next year is to buy a home, and hopefully, you know, I'll meet someone or whatever to fill it. But if not, hey, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. They'll be they'll be uh, checking you out. I'm sure they'll have their scouts out. Oh yeah. Oh, I get I get it now. And I'm like, I'm the low man on totem pole. I'm like, hey, get you that sure out. me? <laughs> hey, I'm, I feel, I'm, I feel yeah, bad too because you because you really are at the bottom of the screen. Let me move you to the top. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I'm the low man on the totem pole." <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. no him. No, you're not the low man. I I'll be the low man today. <laughs> no, man. It's always it's always good doing this with Adam, man. Because, I, like I say, this is what like the third or fourth time I've had I've had the privilege of doing it from home. And the last few times I've done it from, you know, from the gig. So it's like at the gig, I can't drink or smoke. But at home, I've had my coffee. You know, I've had my Jameson. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, all is fair in love and war. 
Let's get it. Let's gotcha. get it. So uh, we're going we gonna to start out with a little bit of comedy from a, a clip from Dave, you know what I'm saying? Killing it over there in Burbank. Uh, I'm excited because I met him out here doing some comedy, man. And, you know, of course, was killing it over there at the Oyster House. So I'm excited to, uh, you know, have him on the wow, show. Wow, the Oyster House over yeah. on the Riverside in yeah. Valley Village. Yeah, yeah. This is all, this, I think the clip is uh, pre-COVID. So this is old world comedy. This is back in the oh, day wow. comedy now. <laughs> yeah and you know what it's gonna come back bro if it's you know it hasn't already people are ready to come out and do their thing and you know laugh Things are happening. So i'm excited uh hopefully let me know if you guys have trouble hearing this because it was a little low for me um so i think i got everything turned up on on my end uh so just hey. let me know this is my man we're gonna watch this the first you know minute and a half a new show on ifc y'all can hear this yeah it. yeah i'm good okay my wife doesn't do comedy, but she is, and she's not a big fan of it. Because a lot of jokes I tell her about my wife. <laughs> I love my, don't get me wrong, I love my wife. I, I love her to death, but I write a real list every week to remind myself. I love my wife, I hate being married to her, I'm gonna read it for you right now. <laughs> Why I Hate Being Married by Dave Carter. <laughs> my wife cooks too good, I'm getting fat. No longer hungry for the struggle. <laughs> You have all my stuff. I'll be home eventually. She wants to have sex with me all the time, point number three, all this. I know what you guys see in the ladies, I know what you see, especially like a, like a fat Frederick Douglass. Fucking hilarious. Possibly a homeless Malcolm Jamal Warner. Friend of mine had the nerve to say the other day, Dave, you look like Donald Glover can let himself go. I'm like, what? Like an old fat Gambino now? <laughs> Donald Glover. And after he said that, another person said, yeah, 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 you look like, a, like an angry black Q-tip. I'm like, what the oh, fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? There we go. My very white wife asked me to choke her recently. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> My very white wife. That's how they get you. That's how shit gets you. <laughs> yeah. All right, my man from North Carolina that took the coaching job. You want to be the I don't run from the cops. I don't even move the fast. Uh-oh. Well, locked up. Oh, you got to fire your audio guy, man. <laughs> what happened? That, that's, that's, that's all y'all need to get in the world. That's what you get for hiring somebody out of the kitchen to do your audio. <laughs> uh can y'all hear me y'all good everybody yep. smooth yeah okay cool yeah. cool I, I definitely enjoyed that clip you know what i'm saying uh we was you know laughing the whole time man obviously you know i could relate you know what i'm saying you know i love my wife but i hate marriage you know that's i could definitely relate to that you feel me so yeah uh, but it was it was funny man i was actually on, <laughs> on set this week and my wife was there and and uh they booked our whole family which was dope uh but it was that's funny because like we were sitting there on the couch and they were like, talk to your wife, interact with your wife. And then like, we were talking and interacting and I looked at them, I said, am I done pretending like I like my wife now? Or is like, are we done taking pictures? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, this is, I felt like I was actually acting out, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. <laughs> it's no, like, weird though. <laughs> like the, the families are the thing now with everything happening. And it's like being in entertainment with like, a, you know, family being your main group of people that you work with is tough because that means they're gonna take your ass seriously. Cause I got yeah. an eight year old who's 
she got an agent and a manager like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Oh, and she stopped listening to like all together. Like anything I anything the old man had to say, she knew better. <laughs> like we, we we had an audition together, like before the COVID kicked in, we had an audition. And she kind of reached back and was like, don't say nothing. Let me just follow my lead. And walked in the room and Ooh. you know, and didn't do nothing. And then I started talking because some of you know, <laughs> I know people, I do stuff. And then she goes, why are they talking to you? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my daddy must be somebody. And then she's like, that's my daddy. He's going to hug me. And then she's uh, These kids are too bougie, man. Like, I took them into a hotel uh, for Vegas for their birthdays about a month ago. But then, because this place was about an hour away, and, and we had to be there at 8 a.m., it's in Orange County. I said, hell no, I'm not going to have a whole family there at 8 a.m., ready to book. So I was like, let me book this hotel. You know what I'm saying? So we, we got to the hotel and the kids is just straight bougie. They just like, oh, they, you know what I'm saying? Like just used to it. You feel me? Just like, I was like, I wish I was a kid just booking commercials and traveling to Vegas and doing shit. I was like, y'all some privileged ass kids, man. They just, you, they used to the shit, bro. And they, and they just- How old are your shit. girls? Seven That's and hilarious. Seven and Oh, four. wow. They're like on their phones like, let's just go to Vegas for the weekend. Can we just go to Vegas, yeah. daddy? Bro, these kids bougie as hell. With a little I fake ass to, I didn't go to no hotels with my parents until after I went to college, I think. <laughs> it was you know, real mean, like, I didn't go to, we didn't do nothing growing up. Like, these kids is bougie as hell, bro. They got a little fake Yo. Just like talk, I'm talking to Felicia. She's going to Vegas this weekend. Let's go to, Daddy, can we go she's to Vegas? She's on her Roblox doing that, bro. She, that's Roblox. what she's doing. Yeah, FaceTiming me and shit. Her, kid, her friends is FaceTiming me on my phone, bro. <laughs> that's hilarious yo when i was at when i was in high school i was going from my junior year to my senior year so that summer my mom was like hey you know we're gonna go to california we're gonna disneyland so it was like me my mom my younger brother i think he was like six or seven i saw i was a teenager so it was like a 10 year gap between us and my stepdad and we had this cool like dance 190 or whatever so we were literally driving from gary indiana the ultimate goal was California, Disneyland, like on some uh, uh, National Lampoon's uh, vacation type shit. <laughs> right. Yo, right, right. we got about five hours into the trip. I was like, this shit ain't going to work. My mom in the front seat, laid back, magazine, seat in my lap. My younger brother over there, mind you, it's a 10-year gap. So I'm like 15, 16 years old. He's like five or six. So there's no common interest. Stepdad driving. He got the large 32-ounce McDonald's cup with a little bit of coke in it and the rest is filled with fucking Hennessy and we on our way to fucking cat. Yo. As, 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 yo. That's a long ass trip, bro. You said from Gary to Cali? Yes, but here's the thing. We never made it to Cali. We get to <laughs> Vegas. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, what made me bring it up, you guys mentioned like hotels or whatever. We stayed in motels, eight motels. Like, yo, we stayed in motels like we was on a run. And we get to Vegas, and if I'm not mistaken, my mom gambled a little bit, and she won. So she won enough money for us to stay in Vegas for like four or five days. So she's like, hey, do you guys still want to go to Cali, or you want to hang out in Vegas? Mind you, I'm like 16, 17 at the time. I'm walking up the strip, up and down the strip with a five or six-year-old. Like, we're lost. Like, our parents said, fuck these kids. We leaving them in Vegas. <laughs> Yo, you looking up, you seeing shit that says Red Fox, Jimmy Walker, it was at that time I didn't understand it, but as I look back at it now, as many times I've been to Vegas, I was like, "Yo, that shit was cool as fuck." But it was like no adult supervision. It was just like my mom was like, "Yo, here's a here's like fifty dollars worth of quarters." The fuck? It's like, yo. <laughs> but the shit, we never made it to Cali though. Like we kicked it in Vegas. One of my aunts came out. We hung out in Vegas. But the dopest thing is, I got a chance to see some cool shit like Mount Rushmore the Grand Canyon. Like, I was a black kid from Gary. But nice. here's the crazy shit. We get back to school. So, you know, in public schools, hey, tell us what you did throughout the summer. I'm from Gary, Indiana. Gary right. fucking public school system. Yeah, so I had nobody to pull does teacher. anything. Right. So I, I pulled a teacher to the side and said, hey, look here. You know, my mom, like, we travel a lot in the car. So I can't get in front of the class and say, we did this, this, and this. Right. And these motherfuckers, they went nowhere, maybe down south one or two times throughout the summer. Right. Other than that, nowhere. So it's like, I'm going to get my ass kicked if I get in front of this class and say, I went to the Grand Canyon, the Royal Gorge. I seen some cultural shit. So she Who was like- Who you think you are, nigga? Yeah, exactly. You ain't seen shit, <laughs> nigga. You're yeah. from Gary. Yeah. You ain't do shit. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I told that teacher, I said, if you call me up there, I ain't gonna say shit. I'll just stand there. So she she didn't get because she she was old, she was an old white lady. She didn't understand the gist of it. She didn't understand the gist of it. And I was just like, yo, that's kind of you know, like I can't say that I traveled. That's dope like, that you like, knew that at that age, you know what I'm saying? At the age that yeah, you were, you, you knew that you yeah, were you know. Yeah, because my, my mom definitely instilled in me to this day, she instilled in me traveling and, and shit like that. So you all were talking about that. It's like, oh shit. Because I share that with people because I'm like, yo, you can't just be willy-nilly. Like, yo, we went to the Grand Canyon. And they're like, oh, oh, nigga, y'all think y'all rich. Okay, come here. At school, we got something for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Absolutely, so, man. No, that, that really was. And that's what I learned, too, uh, with uh, um, just – and that's, that's all about, you know – social inequality you feel me it's all about you know structural that kind of thing you know when you, yeah. when you can barely pay to pay the bills let alone you know pay for a hotel and traveling that kind of thing so our kids are definitely growing up you know better better than we had it so, but e how you no. gonna get to vegas and be like yeah i'm content just walking around vegas disneyland is like right there <laughs> y'all spent four hundred dollars <laughs> on some tickets i remember having disneyland tickets 
for like five years waiting to go, looking at the map <laughs> with a little e-ticket and all the other stuff. You're like, oh, we're going to get on this. Then we're going to get on this. Yeah. Like you got a six-year-old in tow, just walking up and down Which, the strip in the sun. Right. But you got to realize, oh, I, being from being from Gary, my mom and my stepdad, you know, they're they're like blue collar parents. So right. it was that whole we get two weeks off in the summer, two weeks off for mm-hmm. Christmas. What do y'all want to do? My older brother was off, you know, doing his thing. So my mom was like, "Okay, this, I had never gone. You know, I've heard about it. I've seen the Griswolds, and right. like I say, about five hours to the trip, I was like, this shit about to be like the Griswolds because you got a you got a teenager. So I got my headphones on, listening to the boom." box my younger brother doing his thing my stepdad drinking his kvassier with his mcdonald's cup he ain't fooling nobody and my mom sleeps <laughs> so i was like ain't nobody really talking to nobody so it's not like it's a teaching moment it's like let's just do something make motherfuckers happy type trip that's what yep. that shit was yeah and that's so like going to the going. south in the summer that does sound like going to, it's like going it's like going to your auntie house for the for like two weeks and they got a pool, but it's green. You can't get in the pool they got an old exactly. ass bike they got that old ass bike you gotta ride on the on the cul-de-sac, and it's like he's like, it's like but, here, but here's my question to you guys now: being that this is 2021, I know both of you guys have kids. Not saying it's a competition when kids speak to other kids, but now it's kind of like younger kids are more culture. Like wherever you guys have traveled, like you know, Adam, I know you're from the Midwest, like I am. So for anybody, it's nothing like Chicago in the summertime. Like I love New York; I've been there plenty of times. But I'm a Midwest dude, <clears throat> excuse me, to the heart. It's nothing like getting on a Dan Ryan, going to Chicago, catching a Cubs game, Sox game. And you're like, yo, I'm going to Navy Pier. I'm hanging out right here at the beach. I'm going to the museum or the aquarium. And every day in Chicago in the summertime is something to fucking do, just like it is in New York. It's just a different essence of culture. Like in Cali, since I've been in Cali, it's something to do every day in Cali throughout the course of the year because of the weather. But the summertime out here is fucking incredible. Yeah, man. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I, I'm just, to me, I'm over and done with the beaches and shit. You know, the family likes that, man. <laughs> I, I'd rather be in with, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not a fan of the beach. You know, once I get, I'm there, I'm there and I'm done. You feel me? It's dirty. I just want to wash my ass. Got seaweed You don't like paying for that parking. That's what that is. Hey, no, dude, I don't pay for none of that. No, we walk, bro. And I hop my ass on the scooter. I'd be like, nah, y'all, I'll drop y'all off. I'm going to get the scooter. <laughs> But I get that too. I get that because my wife, my wife is very white. I am very, I'm, she's very white from Wisconsin. I'm very black hey, from Chicago. We, we can tell your wife. Oh is shit, that's what's up. We're part of Chicago. Uh, I was like, when I went back last time, I was like 51st. But uh, that was after I got out of the service. But as a kid, I grew up like 82nd and like King Drive down that way. Oh shit, anything on King Drive is 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 is, is shit. Chicago State right. is on King Drive, like 95th and King Drive, and it starts from there all the way up to Evans. I've been gone from there so long, man. But uh, my wife is one of those people. She's like, let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. Her and my daughter want to go to the beach. I'm like, you guys have fun. I'm at a certain age. I got married older. I was like 38. I'm like, look, we don't have to do a lot of stuff as a group. We can go in spirit. Bro, and that's why I'm glad I got my two daughters and the females go and it's a girl's thing. Yeah. I love it, man. God was looking down upon me and was like, I love you. And so, dude, I, I definitely feel that, man, because, you know, it's crazy at the house, with, you know, people running around and all that. So they, you know, do, you, do you have the problem of like my daughter and my wife start talking? They start out normal enough. They get to a certain speed and pitch. Do you get sleepy? Like, I just get immediately sleepy. <laughs> like they start talking, like, blah, 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 bl
<laughs> no, it, to to me, it, my my wife is Puerto Rican, so it's more it's Ooh. more anger. The more she talks, I, I get oh. more I get angrier than sleepy. You know what I'm saying? It's so, oh. yeah. So it's just it's like a fire. It's you know it's always like a, a it's like a, there's always a pilot light burning, and if you add right. just a little bit of fuel, boom. So I guess with my wife being from Wisconsin, it's more passive aggressiveness that kicks in that makes me tired. Oh, ooh, that's you know that's that's white people though. That I mean, the passive aggressive <laughs> shit. Puerto, you know what I'm saying? Black people, Puerto Rican, they direct as hell. They'll let you know. But the passive aggressive, I think that's that comes with the territory, man. Yeah, I that's did that to hilarious. myself. I did that to you myself. Did that to yourself. He knew what he was getting into. That's uh, right. But yeah, you I said Puerto- did not really know, but I did. When you said Puerto Rican, Adam, I, I literally thought back to like just hot summers in Harlem, New York, just the summertime and it's hot, fucking air conditions going off and just just the, the, the Puerto Rican women just fucking just going the fuck off. That's fucking hilarious. Bro, and it was crazy. I, was, I watched the travel, the, the travel show. Her name is Samantha Brown. She travels around and does her thing. And she went to Puerto Rico. And the whole thing when they're dancing, uh, Samantha Brown's a white lady, so but she went she went to Puerto Rico, so she's trying to dance the traditional Puerto Rican dance. And the traditional Puerto Rican dance, you have to have an angry face, like you you can't be smiling. <laughs> they were just like angry, and they're like flicking their dress, and the drum is going. It's like boom, 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 boom. And it was so funny because I was like, y'all for real, like anger is a part of who you are, you know. And to me, I'm just you know, it's comedy. It's all jokes, fun, la la la. So the anger, the, the that kind of passion to me, I, I'm not a fan, bro. So to me, I'm always just trying to keep it real level. And so when you say they try to get sleepy, no, bro, I try to just disappear. I don't I try, try to get go, sleepy. I'm just saying you get, that's you get what sleepy? happens no, I, I from just, the wavelength. <laughs> those wavelengths that you will just go out. Like all of a sudden, it's like it's like emotional warfare, like you know, like emotional terrorism. I can't like you get a certain key and it's just like just down. That's dope. That's dope. But uh, I got a quick video from what we were doing on set this week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, having fun. Oh, cool. I told you the whole family was out here. We're going to show that. We got your IG channel. We're going to check that out. And uh, this is the baby. Y'all can see this, right? Yep. Who's the bald head dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's the dude get paid. <laughs> That's the dude get paid. So I was a, a worker guy taking pictures. It's a, it was just a print shoot. You know what I'm saying? doing their thing for an insurance company. So, had the kids there, making noise. I want to say cheese. So cute. Yeah, so they did their thing. So we was chilling, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. You know? That's great. Booking, booking some roles, you know? Um, I'm just thankful, too, to have the agent and the manager, because I was always self-submitting, self-submitting, and my manager was like, stop self-submitting. I was like, okay, fine, you know? And it's just like certain self-submittings I should be doing as opposed to like the little rinky-dinky type commercials, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. So uh, I've just been thankful. So now when we do book, it's like major, you feel me? As opposed to like little small, little baby shits. Uh, so, oh, okay. You know, definitely coming up in the world as, as an actor, man. So I'm, I'm great. When they when the checks arrive, it makes it so much easier. Like my, my, my wife likes to momage with the manager and the agent. So she's always submitting <laughs> us as a <laughs> stuff. And my daughter and I, and we've talked about acting. So I'm out of Second City in Chicago and the rest of it. So I talked to my daughter about all the acting stuff. And it gets kind of interesting sometimes when you uh, you tell them they have the right to make a choice. But at eight, she's still kind of willing. Like she'll say, I want to do it. I want to do it. Then it's time to do it. I don't want to do it now. 
Like she's like yeah. very like flipping and my wife used to get mad about the idea of her, you know, not wanting to do an audition that she put her in for. I said, well, she's an actor. She has that choice to be, you know, not take a role that might scare her. Like a lot of people wanted her for movies and she wouldn't do the auditions. Mm. And it's interesting how as small children, what, but once she gets a check, she gets the idea and then she wants to do more until they, you know, until she doesn't get any more checks. And then she's like, I don't want to, I want to, I don't want to. Oh, you were London there. What's up? <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. Like, do your do your girls uh, give you a hard time about auditioning? Well, now that they finally booked something on on this level, they get it mm -hmm. now. You know, they had fun right. and they, you know they really enjoyed it. Uh, so I can, I totally understand. Now the audition process to me is it's more about you know the the wife trying to direct me in in that <laughs> that that to me is more of the issue. <laughs> than the girls not wanting to audition. They like auditioning. They're all about it. Uh, and now that they're oh, cool. something and they took pictures, they're excited to do that. So, But you, you can't take direction for shit. Sure. <laughs> Especially from, you know. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. And that, that to me was like a whole other thing, you know, because I, I never really had to deal with the wifey on this kind of aspect. This was my thing. You got your thing. Right. But the pandemic, you know, changed all of that. I can't, you know, I'm not going to Hollywood for no self-tapes. I'm at the crib now, you know, and that's, right. that's fine. And so if I need a reader, it's her. And, you know, she going to say what she want to say because we in our house <laughs> and I'm her man. And you don't get, you know what I'm saying? And so that to me is like, <laughs> that's you hilarious. Know, <laughs> you know, dealing, like, dealing read with it like assistant, you assistant director, right? <laughs> Why don't you read it like you were feeling the other day when you were talking to me all crazy? <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes she has given me direction to where I'm like, thank you. You know what? You're right. Thank you. know, most of the time it's like, bitch. <laughs> you didn't say that to her face. No, um, no, I did not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is afraid to read with me. Like she makes my daughter, my eight year old who can read now. I used to have a joke. I have a joke about stand up when she would make fun of the fact of how uh, I was the voice of a, a TV network before I had the TV show. I, had, I was the voice of a TV network and my daughter came in the room. Right after getting her agent and manager, she goes, now that you don't work in TV anymore, daddy, what do you do for a living? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, wow. in my head, I'm like, bitch, I still, right. like, but I said, I said, daddy still auditions all day. She goes, just hang in there. It's tough out here for all of us actors. <laughs> so now you got another, another assistant director that's your kid. And all I can think in that moment is like, at the time, I'm like, bitch, you can't read. Right, is it. You can't even read. You try to tell me what. That's hilarious. But now she can read. So she's actually she actually a better scene partner than I expected. But it's just weird to hear a little kid reading like adult stuff sometimes. Like I was doing a, a cop thing and she had to play the cop. And I was like the, the perp, of course. She's like, she's like, what's that? I'm like, what? I had to look scared. I'm like, what's 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 what? That. What's that? I'm like. I don't know. Like I have to act like I'm frightened by this eight-year-old. Right. And, you know, no, like, I, like, I have. I haven't had to read with me. my kid yet. But yeah. right now, I, I can. Only That's hilarious. Yeah. It's funny because it's just so different than anywhere else. Like if you lived in the Midwest, you know, you're acting. You probably wouldn't have as. You might do some of it, but yeah. to the extent now, it's like you know, you just you need a, a solid scene partner because you can't get out. You know, you don't want to do it over Zoom, and then you're just kind of like. Uh, Coco, can you read all the words on this? Does this make sense? Okay. Sure. <laughs> can we, can you help me, Daddy, with a scene? That's hilarious. I got a cousin named Coco. 
Yeah, that's a, I that's feel like her. everybody in Gary got a cousin named Coco. <laughs> Yo, and she's like 10. She's the coolest young cousin that I have. She's very energetic. I think she may have autism or something, but she's highly energetic, but she's cool as fuck. So much love and shout out to Coco and Gary, Indiana. Right we on. love you, Glenn Coco. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, so we got a couple things we got to chat about, man. I don't know if y'all saw. I mean, well, I know y'all saw. I was going to talk about something else. I don't, I don't get out much, and I don't watch much news, and I don't do much. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. Up. There, there was this, uh, <laughs> Not on purpose. This... <laughs> e, stop talking about your pastime habits, bro. All right, look. So uh, I'm sure y'all heard, you know, Kate, Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor, apparently. Um, and to me, obviously, you know, you know, I want, I want to see why do you think she would be a good governor? You know what I'm saying? Cause obviously we're like, what the hell What's wrong with you? You know, I, th I think she's just looking for attention, but it's just like, I would prefer if, you know, if the dude, if Bruce ran for governor before he did all that, I would have voted for Bruce, you know, cause we get Bruce. You, I, I voted for, I get him as a dad when I was watching the show with my wife. And I could relate to him and how he had all the females and, you know, he would do his thing. So I saw him and I was like, okay, I could see my, you know, but, you know, I don't, I can't associate with, uh, with Caitlin right now, at least, you know, currently, you know, <laughs> in, in, in this current state of being. So uh, what do y'all think about, you know, if, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger ran and he got it. Uh, Jesse Ventura, another famous, you know, celebrity governor, uh, Reagan, you know, uh, Donald Trump, uh, you know. <laughs> so, do you think she has a chance? Is she going to become governor? I'll 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 let Dave go first. I'll back clean. Okay. Uh, I think this is a they moment. Is are they a they? I think they <laughs> might be a they versus the she. But uh, yeah, I start I don't, there. I don't, I don't think I don't think they have cut off uh, his <laughs> penis yet. So that, that's the whole. That's then the it, then they is probably the correct one versus she. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But, uh... Hey, hey transgender's gonna come find your ass after this and beat your ass. <laughs> I'm not saying anything wrong. I didn't say anything. You the one that's giggling. I'm straight as... You better be glad I don't got no subscribers. They gonna come find your ass in about two years. Watch. Tell you what. They won't be looking for me. <laughs> no, they gonna find you. 
He'd be like, how could you date his dick? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. That's just hilarious. I mean, but I will say, I will say, um, with all the attention they've gotten in the last, what, three years for the accident and then just uh, the... I, I think this is more vindictive of what's been happening in California than really wanting to run on a policy. What it does is it takes Gavin Newsom out of the driver's seat of getting all the stuff done that he has time left to do. Now he's got to start defending himself and running for you know re-election versus just finishing all the stuff he's trying oh. to do for California. So I feel like it's a mm. distraction because you know the Kardashians are really good at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you put that in perspective, uh, they want him to feel the heat because they don't agree. Oh. Now, do you think it's on the more conservative side or more on the liberal side? Oh, Jenner, oh, uh, altogether, definitely more conservative okay. on all okay. this, except for the, you know, chop, chop, whiz, whiz. Other than that. <laughs> right. Okay. What do you think, E? Oh, man. Uh, just, to, just to piggyback off of uh, what Dave said, uh, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I wonder if Bruce slash Caitlin is like for the people. Because again, you're coming from a privileged background. There's a lot of young brown and black individuals going through that same ordeal, which is like, hey, I'm either he want to be the she or she want to be he. And what is he doing for that on a lower level? It's like you coming out. I almost feel like it's the essence and it's not to step on anybody's toes. It's pushing this certain agenda. It's like, hey, if that's what you want to do, do it. But don't try to conform anyone on this panel or someone else that says, hey, I disagree with you, but at least respect my opinion. So it's it's, it's one of those things because I was privileged enough to meet Bruce Jenner before he became Caitlyn. And we talked about sports. We talked about like ABC and, you know, like the essence of sports, how it was in the 70s, 80s and 90s. And that was it. I... I've seen Caitlyn in the public and it's like, okay, is this a facade or is this what you really want to do? Because at the end of the day, she has kids and she has boys. So it's like, how do you view your dad in this aspect? Like if my dad came to me and says, hey, instead of being Emmanuel Sr., I want to be Emmanuel. Like that, that takes some processing for me. And it's like, oh shit, or like, dude, you were a, a triathlon. You you got Olympic gold medals and this is what you want to do. It's like talk to us first. Uh, so it, it, it it's really hard because we sit in a different generation, man. So it's kind of like we have to pull back a little bit to say, okay, this younger generation, this is how they're moving forward. So we either move into what they're doing with it or just succumb to like our retirement and just go our separate ways. I don't know if he's actually doing it with an agenda toward equality more than the fact that we got a lot of money yeah and you know his family male and female like all the girls have had bipoc relationships and children therefore (laughs) it's like that part is covered up but i think it's really about the agenda for what california is going to do and be exactly and it's and it's total distraction from what's on the agenda now because distraction is the policy of the day across the board i don't think that he's gonna he she they is gonna be on the ballot i think that it, i think it might be a, a like you said it might be a temporary distraction uh in order for it to get that far i honestly don't think you know, you know we'll actually you know go in there and see if we can actually vote 
uh, because, you know, just what agenda, you know, what, why, why? Like, why would we want to vote for, for you? You know what I'm saying? And so to me, you know, when you talk about exactly what you just said, when you met uh, Bruce before the shit happened, I could, yeah. you know, I could possibly relate to somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, but it is exactly what Dave just said, how they do come from a point of privilege. And, you know, and, and he talked and Bruce talked about it on the show. He said, I've driven every fast car. I've done this. I've done that. I've won the Olympic gold medals. He wants to be in politics now because he left that. He turned into a woman. He looking for shit to yeah. do. You don't got shit yeah. to do. So he's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, what else can I do? He's sitting there rubbing his titties at his house, like, you know, watching politics. And it's like, well, I might as well run because, you know, it's a shit show anyway. And, you know, it'll, it'll get me in the headlines and, you know, you know, bring my follower. You know, I feel like it's, it's a temporary kind of thing. I feel like when it does come to run, I don't know if we can, we'll actually see, you know, Caitlyn on the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. You saw Kanye make who... a ballot. He made it. I mean, <laughs> he made it. They can all make a ballot. They got enough money to Yo. pay to get the ballot. Oh, man. I just hope he's. I, 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 man, I love Kanye dearly, man. You know, Kanye's a, a, a Midwest dude from Chicago, South Side. Is somebody told me this a long time ago when I first came to LA. When you start making money, different levels of money, you start rolling with different groups of people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, your views slightly start changing. And you're just like, oh shit, I'm making 20 million. That's different than the guy making 1 million. Mm-hmm. The guy making 1 million. He'll go broke trying to hang out with you. But I'm making 20 million. So in a couple of years, I meet a young lady from this new generation that's, you know, social media, whatever, whatever. She's built this hundred million dollar, you know, multi, multi, you know, a damn near billion dollar empire. Like, yo, we live in a different life here. So I think it's that. And I, I think that's hard for a lot of people to kind of like, you know, process and be like, oh shit. Is, this is far far beyond what we're thinking. Like, you know, Adam, you and I, well, shit, all of us from the Midwest. Kanye is a, a Southside Chicago dude, but his life has totally changed right now. He's on something that none of us would never experience right now. Yeah, but when you live your dreams, it gets it gets crazy real quick. Well, if I could do this, who says I can't buy an airport? Can't tell me you nothing. Know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep, that's real. You know, because once you once you learn that this is this is a simple thing, it becomes why can't why can't I grow a tail and get some wings? Well, why can't exactly. I grow some boobs and run for governor? <laughs> why can't my wife and my girlfriend <laughs> over at this level? Yeah, right, right, right. And live in with her yeah. children and my children. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, this is totally off. You were talking about Southside. I found this show. On HBO Max, it was on Comedy Central. It's called Southside. Have you guys heard of it, seen it, watched it? This is the guys that I do my TV show with as well. This is uh, Bashir you know Ayalo. Uh, yes. This shit yes. is hilarious, bro. They're I shooting season this- two right now. Thank God. Oh, man. shit. Yes. Through. Yes. You yes. You like that shit? I was like, oh, shit. I was like, finally, man. Because, you know, we, you and I know people from Chicago, that's Southside, that, that is the funniest funny you can be. And even everybody from the, you know, that, that hood funny. So to me, this is not as, as hood, hood funny. as it's, It is <laughs> smart at some, in some levels, but we do get to those hood moments. Oh my gosh, I'm dying, bro. So that movie, and yeah. if I haven't seen it, by all means, check out that show, Southside. It's on HBO yeah. Max, Comedy That's Central. That's Bashir uh, Salahuddin so you know and uh, Yellow Riddle. 
I wasn't familiar yeah. with them up until this show. Are they, you know, stand-up comedians? Are they internet comedians? What is their... Uh, they, they used to write for... I used to work with them. They had a show out here in L.A. They're doing sketch, and then they went to write for uh, Jimmy Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, and okay. they went on with him to the you know Tonight Show. Uh, no, they left before Tonight Show, and then we they got a deal at HBO, and I was part of their uh, pilots for that. So that's how we made uh, Sherman Showcase as well. So they sold Sherman's, and they showed... Uh, Southside, they sold both of those and now they have some other deals going, but like they're shooting that. We shoot season two of our show in like maybe August, but they just started maybe a week and a half ago uh, shooting season two of Southside because uh, everything opened up. Everyone's getting their shots. So, what are you going to say? Freaking hilarious. I love those dudes. They give me my break. Yeah, yo, shout out to those cats. My man, uh, Chauncey Washington. He works on that show as a writer, and he's also an actor on there. Like, yo, I remember walking down Sunset, and I saw a billboard for Southside. I was yep. down by the comedy They were store. everywhere. And I took a picture, and I sent it to Chauncey, and I was like, yo, congrats. Because Chauncey's like, you know, again, you know, we're Midwest cats. So it's like, yo, congrats on what you're doing. So, and Brashear and them, I, I met them in passing, but I think, you know, they're like uh, Harvard guys. And some the of the nicest guys. Guy. Yeah. Bashir's from They're... Chicago and Diallo's from Atlanta. So you still got yes. these two amalgams of like culture that they're mixing together with their Harvard background to make these interesting mosaics that we got uh, exactly. an Image Award uh, nomination this past uh, NAACP Image Award for uh, writing the special on Sherman's for our right. Black mm. History Month special in June. So can you tell oh, that's me more so about your, yeah, can you tell me more about the, your show? Because you keep talking about it. I'm not familiar with it. You, uh, the yeah, I'm going to keep talking about it because I'm on it. <laughs> what, what is, what is this, the Southside, Sherman's show? I'd be show. talking all about Southside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what is what is this show, boss? So I, Sherman's I just... Showcase is, uh, think of uh, Soul Train through the years with its indelible host, but with comedy and music, like real music. These, guys, these brothers write music. They met in college doing... Uh, uh, acapella like they were singing in singing groups uh-huh. so they're all about music they wrote all the original music we had for season one we had neo on we had uh let's see we had common we our executive producer is uh all of a sudden i'm like i'm like losing my mind now that you no. told me to talk about no, it no, no, no. <laughs> john legend, what, what, what john legend is, is our oh, wow. executive producer is it on youtube uh hulu it's on uh it's on ifc and amc and it's on hulu now and it's on Okay, so let me Amazon just check Prime. it out. I'm, I'm going to just check out a quick, uh, you know, they probably got a Sizzler up on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I got, they're on my page, too, if you went to my page for the other thing, but you can get them on uh It's called YouTube. Sherman what? Sherman, uh, Sherman Showcase, Frederick Douglass. I have my own segments on the show. Oh, yeah, we can I would definitely check that out. That's what's up. I'm pulling it up right now. And I'll tell you about where the segments came from after you check out the, the clip there. But, yeah, these brothers are multi-talented and getting to create in Hollywood. I see him. There he is. All right, I got you. I'm about to watch it right now. Okay, okay, bet. That's what's up. Okay, so we got Frederick Douglass. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me get it. Let me fit it back. Okay, I got it right here. All right, y'all can see this, right? Yes. Okay. All right, y'all. We got my man Frederick Douglass. <laughs> Sherman Showcase on IFC. Make sure y'all check it out. Frederick Douglass? <laughs> Where do you think you're going, young man? I'm going to the video game arcade to play Street Fighter 2 Turbo with my buddy Greg. You know, back in my day, 
Street fighting wasn't a game. You need to learn to defend yourself. From what? From this. How about some of this? You lose. Oh. <laughs> wow, Mr. Douglas, I knew you were an abolitionist, but I didn't know you had hands, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm a black man named Fred, and you need to know how to defend yourself. But how, Mr. Douglas? Wow. Everlast boxing gloves. Wouldn't it make sense to fight with boxing gloves if the person you were fighting had them on, too? <laughs> you tell me. Oh, come on. Fred, you Where'd he go? And ain't nobody gonna believe this. Damn right they won't. Suck <laughs> Damn motherfucker, I thought you left. Every last boxing gear. What Old the? fashioned as hell. Yes, that's just fucking hilarious. What? So this is a sketch comedy show on IFC. Yeah, I've seen it. That shit's hilarious. Man, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, cool. I had no idea. We talked about Southside. He's like, oh, yeah, Sherman Showcase. So I wanted to see what it was, man. We keep right on. on it, boss. Man, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. So the idea of that character, Frederick Douglass, kind of like that was already something I had in my stand-up. And yeah. uh, as friends, they were already mm. thinking about that. But there was an original bit on Soul Train in like 72 where they would do in-show commercials. And it was one, there was a kid picking his, like not picking his afro and about to go out. And he opens the door and it's Frederick Douglass there. And he's talking with that old school, like Juilliard, black New York kind of sound, that whole, where do you think you're going, young man? You yeah. know, that whole, like, if you're watching too much uh, Good Times, like all the black people, the old black people sounded like that dude. <laughs> right, right. So I was kind of using that. And we started with that premise of, uh, he goes, he gave some Afro sheen, he picks his Afro out, and then he kind of looks around for Frederick Douglass, and Frederick Douglass is gone. He's like, man, ain't nobody going to believe this. Like, that's, his little, that's a little out on that, so... Nice. That's our little running joke with me doing Frederick Douglass as I hawk other black items. So it starts with the Everglass gloves, right. uh, Stacey Adams shoes, and the like, like black toys. You know, it's just like all kinds of stuff, you know, for the culture that we were going for there. That's awesome, man. Well, you milking the Fred Douglas. I got to milk some some of my lookalike stuff. You know, I heard LL Cool J, <laughs> you know, so need to stand in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get your ass up! <laughs> That's all right, though. <laughs> now just get your lip sync battle together. <laughs> he said the fuck? Oh, wow. <laughs> Shut your ass up. E, hey, last thing, man. Uh, uh, unless y'all got something else. Uh, e, did you have something you wanted to say before I uh, move into the to the next topic? No, man, go for it. It's all, it's, it's, it's all good, man. That was, that was, that was hilarious because, like, we know some of the same people, like, crossed over in different circles. Like, mm -hmm. Southside, it was, like I say, I, I watched it, like, when it came out, man. Funny show. It's, uh, the fact they use it as a uh, Renaissance Center type show. Like, anybody from the Midwest know what the fuck Renaissance Center is. That shit's hilarious. It's definitely like, a love story. Who the fuck, yeah, who the fuck rents a couch or a chair? It's fucking Renaissance Center. Bro, That's the fact that they, got, the, shit, the, they yeah. got toasters and shit. It's like, how you rent a $25 yeah. toaster? Like Yo. <laughs> Yo. One episode I watched, they literally had a cat. They go to the drug dealer's house and it's like, yo, you didn't make the payment on your Xbox. They had yeah. to go report Xbox on the Xbox. That shit, no, that, that, that shit, that yep. shit was fucking hilarious. That was one of the first few episodes, man. I, they, yeah, it's and, definitely and, a love story to the uh, South Side because you don't see those very often. Yeah. Either violence yeah. 
or you know some dark thing or just out of like yes. this is definitely a love story that they really wanted to no nah, man and the fact that they that's got what we renewed, need bro that's what we need man uh they, because you know exactly the south side is always seen in a negative light and I was just so happy, man, because like th- we do got all this comedy, man. Like, and it's funny. They went outside. They was like, oh, they shooting. And they ran back inside. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, they got it, bro. The fact that they even alluded to the gunshots and the shit, you know, so I, I love it, man. Getting their Jordans, exactly. going to their graduation and they're shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, uh, but obviously, man, you know, Shook, Shook G passed away this week, man. So, you know, he, he you know, one of one of our theme songs is Kappa Alpha Psi, uh, is uh, definitely one of the songs from Digital Underground, you know what I'm saying? Freaks of the Industry. So that was a big thing. You know, I saw lots of posts and, and that kind of thing. Uh, but I saw something that really intrigued me. And uh, we're going to switch the game. I'll talk about a little bit of music. I know with comedians, you know, music is, is a big part of this show as well. Uh, but, you know, he said something that, that, uh, very profound about Tupac and Biggie that I thought was perfectly well said. And I was like, man, I, I never even, you know, heard somebody say something like this before. And, and this makes perfect sense. Uh, but first, you know, I'm going to keep talking while I find the damn link that I have from earlier. Uh, but he basically was talking about, you know, the difference between the flow of Tupac and Biggie. Why people would say, you know, Biggie is better with the flow versus Tupac and him as a rapper and, you know, the content that he was saying. <laughs> Uh, so let me, I had it queued up, but I closed it uh, earlier. So give me one second. This is the 100 podcast guys. Uh, make sure that you guys uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet, click the Patreon. Of course we got some teachers, man. Make sure y'all check it out. Uh, here he is right here. He's talking about uh, why Tupac and Biggie, the difference between Tupac and Biggie right here. This is dope. Shock G. I, I said shock G. My bad. You, I said Play shock G. Jam. My bad. Yeah, Shaq G. All of the Biggie versus Pac heads. First of all, Biggie's going to win hands down when you're talking flow. Strictly from a rhythm standpoint, Biggie is a swinger. He swings like a horn player over jazz. B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A. No info for the D-E-A. He put more emphasis on the uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. He's just spelling his name. When people say Pac is the best rapper of all time, they don't just mean he's the best rapper. They just mean what he had to say was most potent, most relevant, and that he was the better human being. Tupac pulled from Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all the all good speakers. Even though you was a crack bean, mama. You always was a black queen, mom. It's like pouring those words out because you mean it. And I be picking up the slack. It's all about the apocalypse now to grab the cat, rip the track. Cause it's all about making money. Ain't a damn thing funny. What be up, sonny? I'll be like all in my business. Time to hit that shit. I'm ripping up the track as I'll be down with the clicking. All my niggas in the house. Pac rhyme from the pit of his stomach. Humpty Hump and Slick Rick rhyme from the nasal palate. Ooh. Nas rhymes from the back of his throat. Ooh. Pac rhymes from the pit of his stomach. Ooh. You know what I mean? Ooh, that was real. I, was All of I didn't see that last part until right now where he d- impersonated different people. But yeah, man, that was dope. What y'all mm. think of that clip? Have y'all seen that before? Ooh. I hadn't. Oh, no, I haven't seen that clip before. What y'all think of that? A couple things. Uh, first thought is, what was he, 57? You know, like, you wow. know, he's so young. He's, 
but he's you know older, but he's so young and he's like just still in the middle of it. But the idea of Pac and Biggie, what do you think, E first? Uh, I'm a huge Shock G fan, Digital Underground, Raw Fusion, all of that. Uh, any interview I've ever seen with Shock G, he spoke highly of Tupac. Uh, I mean, I'm not a rapper, so to hear him say that and explain it in that way, I I, I got to roll with it. And it's, it's one of the things I write comedy for a living, so like I know nothing about writing raps or whatever. So for him to be there to see Tupac in his infancy grow and then be part of Digital Underground Raw Fusion and coming out of uh, Oakland in the late '80s, like yeah, you gotta listen to that dude, man. But it's sad that you know he passed away. No one knows what he passed away from, but fuck, like I'm a huge Shock G fan, man. Humpty Hump, come on, fucking freaks of the industry. He wrote for himself, and he wrote for his alter egos on pretty much exactly. what, every track. I mean, like, yeah. no, wait, wait. So a, his alter ego. Who is his alter egos? You gotta, you gotta old school me. Humpty. Oh, wait. Humpty Hump is alter ego. Wait, Humpty is him. Yeah. Yes. I'm not well, a huge fan anymore, but yeah, he was both. He puts the nose on and the glasses. Yeah, Shaq G was Humpty Hump. And he wrote for himself. When he did the impersonation, that was. So Humpty Hump, this whole. You know, yeah. if you lived in Metropolis right now and someone had to wow. drop on you that Clark Kent was Superman. But look, I, I never. And he talked about, yeah, my nose is big. Look at me. I'm skinny. This whole time, this dude, Humpty Hump, is not a real. He is. No, bro. I mean, it's been a while, man. I'm not sitting up here, you know, watching and getting, you know, you know. Oh my gosh, G. That's yeah, crazy. we knew that. We we knew that as kids. We were like, oh, that's the same dude. That's just his alter ego, Humpty Hump, Shot G. Uh, so when I took my glasses off, uh, you recognize me? <laughs> Shut your. <laughs> yeah. No, he, I just to me as a DJ, to me, I know the song more than I do the video. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So to me, I'm always spinning a song. I know the Humpty Hump. I know the song. I know the rap. I know the ver I know it. But you know, going back and watching the video, if it's on, I'll check it out. But making the connection between, okay, that's mm. that's not a real person. That's a character from digital, you know what I'm saying? I never really yeah. made that connection. So that's why I said old school me, you know. So that's so when he walked down the street, take his glasses off, you don't even see him. Shut your four-eyed wow. asses up, all of y'all. Listen, nobody watching no VHS tape to digital underground music videos. Wow. <laughs> no, but that's dope, man. I'm 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 definitely, you know, uh uh I had no idea. I had no idea. I just knew it was, you know, because when he did that impersonation, I was like, man, he sounds just like him. But that's that's yep. who he is. That's who he is. Wow. Well, there you go. As we just discovered, I don't want to be, you know, I'm more millennial than zillennial. I feel like a, a zillennial. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm wow. calling Generation Z, Zillennials. Uh, I, feel, I feel like a Zillennial right now. Like, who is Nas? You know what I'm saying? So, no, that's, that, that's dope, man. Uh, do the hump the hump. Wow, that's dope. And Shock G knowing, like, you know, that's that's a real knowledgeable perspective. That is a, a true artist that knows his craft. To be able to break down how everyone's thing comes into play from the gut from the nose, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. from the back of your throat. This is the style. This is you know, a jazz musician versus a poet who's, you know, just spilling his guts in this way. It's, I think that way about comedy a lot. And the fact that he looks at that for his craft is, tells a lot. 
you know? Yeah. That's powerful, man. So rest in peace, Shock G. I know I was calling him Shook G earlier, as you can see, you know, your boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a young, up in, young cat, you know, up in this building. So, you know, I, I own it, you know, keep it 100, man. Uh, so by all means, you know, uh, living through the music, uh, we're going to keep keep popping that music. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, I do have one more thing we talk about, if you guys got time. But other than that, you know, we can wrap it up and keep it moving. You good? I love the Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. So this is, you know, I'm kind of taking shots uh, at this one, man. But when I saw this, I said, we definitely got to come at your boy on the podcast about this, man. Uh, so basically, uh, a white a white male, conservative white male, is slowly becoming woke, and he doesn't like it. Because every time he goes to Disney World, he's discovering how it's changed over time because, you know, it's very, very racist. <laughs> and so he wrote this long thing about how uh, wokeness is ruining his Disney World experience. Uh, be- and look, here's your boy. <laughs> Got to roast him, you know, in a little bit. But, uh, but basically, he's just basically, you know, saying that, you know, I'm going there for this immersive experience. You know, don't try to change the, uh, song, of the, uh, the song of the South ride because it's racist and shit. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, they call him Pirates of the Caribbean was too rapey, you know what I'm saying? And so they took out the rapey parts of Pirates of the Caribbean. And he's like, you know, this, this is, you know, he's, he's, he's saying Disneyland is too woke and here is your boy. So I want to see what y'all, what y'all think, you know, uh, what y'all think about this, you know, and he's talking about, you know, he's rethinking his commitments and he's saying Disney's probably rolling over in his frozen grave uh, because <laughs> of how woke Disneyland or Disney World is becoming. That's hilarious. He looks like a pedophile. <laughs> I look like one of those guys from Florida. Got a little yeah, touch of Philly yeah. shit going on, and that's it. Florida man. Now he, he's from Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the shirt, and I was thinking all he needs is an elk's hat, so he could be like <laughs> one of those elk lodges. Oh, the trucker, like the <laughs> no, like the, the little, like the little. Uh, What's it called? Like the oh, yeah. with the fold, the folded, the folded things. The ones with the guy, the flex. Shriners, like the Shriners wear like the little hat and yeah, like, like a Mason, like on the Flintstones. Oh, yeah, like the dip, like the Moose Lodge. That was the Moose yeah, Lodge. Exactly. And the Moose like, the, the Lodge. They come with a little hat with the little dangling thing on it. Yep. Yeah. And he, and he don't it, like that. Uh, people can now, you know, wear have tattoos. He doesn't like we can, you know, cast members can show, you know, self expression or do different kind of hairstyles. You know, back in his day, back in his day, <laughs> you could say whatever you wanted and it was fine. Yeah, right. why should anything change from when it was the good old days? Wait a minute, are we in 2020? But it's like, 2020. why <laughs> from the way it was when I was a kid, when I was king of the world? Right. There were right. no other races. There, well, there were blacks <laughs> and Chinese people. Others. Others. No, no, others. no, they weren't others. They were like, you know, the the other blacks, the Chinese blacks, and then the, yeah. the Mexican blacks. And we <laughs> liked it that way. But he I, looks I like, like that dude. I like that he's noticing the changes and that, you know, it is starting to impede on his whiteness and his ideal of white privilege. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that you yeah. think you can just walk into this, this for, you know, Disney world and you, you can just go into this, this land of whiteness and 
there's no racism. But no, it's like, I'm glad that, you know, people are stepping up. And, you know, Disney has always been racist and, and you know, subliminal with the bullshit. Uh, you know, but, but by all means, you know, if, if you got a white man getting angry when he's showing up there, you know, shout out to Disney. <laughs> I, see him going, I see him going like, you know, why can't I ask her out every day for the rest of her life? Even though she said That's no hilarious. every time. You know, back That's in my day, you could do that. It's called persistence. <laughs> now. That's hilarious. But that you feel like him feeling it is the thing that I was like, I feel like I want to ask her out again, but uh, why do I feel all dingy <laughs> inside now? It might get me too. I don't know. Well, that, he's not even thinking about That's that. It. He's like, it feels like it, it feels inappropriate now. Ah, oh, ruined. It's yeah. all ruined. So I'm, I'm glad, man. I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Dave, so you got any uh, comedy shows coming up, boss? Or is there anything As a matter of fact, I have a show tonight oh. on Zoom. You can find me on... Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, you can find me on... Uh, Facebook as Dave Carter for one. And then you showed our uh, pages on Instagram, D Carter comedy. My webpage is also D Carter comedy. Um, but I have a show tonight at seven 30 on zoom. That's happening. That should be fun. Uh, we're still here is the name of the show for tonight. So I think I'll be doing 10 <laughs> minutes on that 10, 15 minutes. And then tomorrow I have two shows. I have a show at flappers on zoom. Everything's on zoom this weekend. Uh, on Zoom, that's another seven o'clock show, followed by sun, uh, Monday. Uh, I think I have two shows Monday. That's what it is. Uh, the world's best laugh again on Facebook and Zoom, and followed by another show on Facebook. <laughs> it's Facebook and Zoom time. Just go look <laughs> on the page. I think I'm doing 15 minutes on Monday uh, on the second show. The first show is a showcase of clean comedy, so you'll get to see me. In my uh, squeakiest of cleans oh, good luck uh, at that. seven flappers. <laughs> I'm not that dirty, but I'm dirty enough for people to know that I'm not a bad guy. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's shows all weekend. Uh, just check out Dave Carter on Facebook and uh, you can find out more. Bet, bet. Well, thanks for coming through to the show. E, anything, my pleasure. E, anything you can drop for us on your end that you're working on? Uh-oh. See, I told I told him on the podcast before. I said when he's at work, I get a much better, you know, podcast partner than when he's at the home drunk and you know weeded out and shit. <laughs> e, uh -huh. can you hear me? Yeah, his internet's a little jacked up. Well, uh, man, that's E. That's my man, Dave Carter. E is obviously not working with the internet. Man, I appreciate you for coming through, boss. At some point, I'll be able to pay you, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, you know, you can pay me with the Patreon, you know what I'm saying? $5 a month, keep this party popping. Uh, but yeah, man, I really appreciate you coming through. If you ever want to hop on here, if you got want to get something off your chest, hop back on, you know, keeping it 100. We pretty much do a show every weekend, boss. So thank you. It was good seeing you again. And uh, yeah, gotta gotta stay with you on the socials. Thank you. It had so much fun. Uh, keep on keeping on, man. This is good stuff. So fun today. Thank you so much, boss. And shout out to the fam, bam. Hey, uh, don't don't choke, your, don't choke your wife. I don't want to see your Ooh. ass on the news. Oh, no, no. I don't want to no. see your, uh, you know, is it Breonna Taylor, <laughs> Dave Carter. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, too black to be choking any white women for anything in this yeah, environment. Yeah, no, stop choking your white wife, bro. <laughs> I, I don't, stop. Don't, I'm not even started. <laughs> bet, bet, bet. Uh, e, I was just asking you, boss. Yo, if you had anything um, that that you know that on your end that you can you can sprinkle and give us any info about behind the scenes. Okay, you can hear me now, right? 
yeah, 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 you're good. Okay, okay, sorry about that, fellas. I had, I had, a, I had a drop in the call or so, but no, I actually, uh, but I can speak on Adam. I've been working on the last couple months. Uh, I worked on a uh, uh, Kevin Hart Classic Cup Boys uh, Car Club show. It's on a uh, Motor Trend. It's coming out on Motor Trend, I think, in June or July. So I helped with some of the segments and some of the uh, the outline on the show. It's pretty cool. It's like you know Kevin and his guys, and they start forming a uh, car club with the muscle cars that they have. So I've been working on that since February, and I got a couple cool pitch meetings coming up. You said a couple what coming up? A couple cool pitch meetings. Like I got oh, like pitch two meetings. Oh yeah, you mentioned your pilot. Yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, I got like two pitch meetings coming. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't want to speak too much more on it, but I'm looking forward to it. I got one Monday and one Wednesday, oh, that's and I've been awesome. working hard. I've been working yeah. hard on both projects to get it to this point to be like, okay, finally we're pitching it. So I look up. forward to that. Awesome. Oh, thanks a lot, brothers. I appreciate I look, that. I look man. forward to hearing back once, you know, after, you know, this week, shoot me a text and let me know how it went. You feel me? I'm oh yeah, definitely. Back. Definitely. I apologize for the call drop. And I was like, Oh shit, the call drop. Are <laughs> you good? I told you it ain't a podcast. If your phone ain't falling, the, the call ain't dropping, you know, <laughs> Yo, here's the funny thing. I make it through the entire show. And right toward the end, some my phone either falls or the phone or the, or the call drops. And sure enough, right when you were like, hey, what's going on? The fucking call dropped. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> you good. You I was good, like, nope. I made it through the whole podcast. I'm like, yeah, but it is what it is. So, I, you know, I love you, brothers. Dave, look forward to seeing you on stage, brother, man. I appreciate that. I'd love to talk to you soon, too. All oh, right, yeah. Yo, you know what? Definitely make sure you get my info from Adam, man, because I, I, I always try to, like, link up with comics. And be like, hey, what's your next step? Like, in your case, like, yo, are you trying to shoot a pilot? If so, uh, not a pilot, but if you're trying to shoot a special, let's sit and talk. Because, you know, I work over at Heartbeat Studios and we got the space. So it's all about, like, what you're trying to accomplish and what your goal is. And then figure out what the space costs and all of that type stuff. That sounds awesome. Let's get it. Let's get it. I love it, man. It's the 100 Podcast, man. Thanks, E. Thanks, Dave. We keeping it popping, y'all. Let's go. All right, y'all, it's the 100 Podcast, man. Thanks again for coming through. Episode 63. Damn, watch out, y'all. You already know we keeping it 100. A shout out to all of my people who support the page, to the people who watch the page, who's listening on the replay. Come on, y'all. You know we out here, 100 Podcasts in the building. Shout out to all my patrons. You already know we got five patrons now. $45 a month. Come on, y'all. And of course, you know we got the t-shirts, but make sure you guys check the link. And uh, we're going to keep this party popping. Thank you guys so much. We about to get up out of here. Come on, y'all. It's the 100 Podcast. Hey, hey. About to dip about it. About to dip about it here. About to dip. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.